Hey there, I'm Renee, a former hot mess shopping addict turned minimalist mindset guru. In three years, I went from totally broke to debt-free minimalist, started a money-generating blog, and healed my marriage while being a homeschooling, stay-at-home mom. And I did most of this with nothing more than a library card and a prayer. Looking back, there is one thing I wish I had had a friend to share the journey with me who actually understood what I was going through. This is my hope for the Unstuffed podcast, to be a place where you can shake off the need to people please and where we can both show up as our authentic selves, even if we're still in yesterday's sweatpants. Think of this as a standing coffee date with an old friend whose only job is to hear you out, hype you up, remind you that you are already enough and doesn't mind if you spike your coffee. As always, let's keep this simple. Life is hard enough. Welcome to the Unstuffed Podcast. Hey there, it's me, Renee. Welcome back to the Unstuffed Podcast. Um, Today's episode has really been something that's always on my heart, but I'm really feeling called to talk about today, especially because... um, I have some new offers coming up, some new stuff for you guys to take advantage of, and I really think this is something you need to hear that just goes perfectly hand in hand with it. So I want to talk to you today about how to course correct your life no matter what stage you're in. And the reason is, is that no matter who you are or where you come from, there will most likely be a time in your life when you are feeling called to make big, scary change. This might be ending a relationship, changing professions, or in the case of our family, downsizing our house and taking a chance on a life with more freedom. While many of us will feel called to make these changes, the truth is not all of us will answer the call. The reason is, is that big change well, it's scary and it's risky. (laughs) I saw a movie once that referenced the devil and he wouldn't openly lead us to this torturous life that was painful and awful. Instead, the temptation we'd find ourselves in would be cushy, comfortable, um, you know, a life that we were too afraid to leave. When we can stay comfortable where we are, we don't risk failure, but we just might be risking living a life that is disconnected from our purpose. So if you're feeling called to change, if you're ready to course correct your life, or if you're still tiptoeing on the fence, this message is for you today. So when I was a new driver, I was absolutely terrible at it. I drove around and I suppose I also just lived my day-to-day life in a constant state of tension and anxiety, although I didn't realize it at the time. This caused me to make a lot of mistakes on the road. It was like I was living in a state of panic at all times. I'm not sure about you, but if you've ever been in a state of panic, I think it's safe to say we don't make very good decisions. It's like when you're late to work and you're in a rush to get out the door, you stub your toe, spill your coffee, and seem to hit every red light only to get into work and then be late for your first meeting. When we are in a state of hurry and hustle, we are quite literally incapable of successfully making it through our days, let alone our life. Now here's the kicker. 
We are currently living in a society that not only promotes, but glorifies the hustle. We have all been duped into believing hustle is what creates winners. Knowing this, I want you to think about how you drive when you are in a state of hustle and panic. As you're speeding down the road, you're fidgeting with the radio, your thoughts are racing with your to-do list, you still have one shoe off and are trying to scarf down your breakfast with one hand off the wheel. Then, boom, you see your turn. You weren't even paying attention. You throw down your breakfast sandwich, jerk the wheel, cutting off two other cars and risking about 80 different potential accidents. This is how most of us attempt to course correct our lives. Maybe we get to that point that we have worked so hard, done so much, and given all of our efforts for so long that we jerk the wheel in an attempt to change directions. So this might show up, show up in the form of cheating in a marriage we've been unhappy in. You've given yourself a nice excuse to course correct, but you've royally fucked up other people's lives in the process. It could be just giving your spouse whatever they want after going through divorce because you are so done with arguing. It could be just giving your spouse whatever they want after a divorce because you are so done arguing. And in doing so, you leave yourself with nothing to start over with. Your boss says something to you in a meeting and you act out the grand quitting scene that you've been playing over and over in your head for years, only to realize you have nothing to fall back on. But you're definitely not going to beg for your job back. These, my friend, are examples of jerking the wheel in an attempt to course correct your life. These are the things that I don't want you to do. As someone who has been there and desperately wanted to jerk the wheel, please hear my words as I know they can help slow you down just a smidge and allow you to start gently shifting your life in the direction you want it to go without leaving a ton of collateral damage. First of all, the first thing I want to share with you that took me far too long to realize myself is that there is a big difference between what our hearts will tell us and what our heads will tell us. And knowing the difference between them is absolutely crucial. But knowing how to tell the difference between them is absolute hell. (laughs) That's why I've got the cheat code for you. Are you ready? When your head or your heart are in a disagreement, your heart is always right. I read this recently in the book, The Power of Now. This is our June book club book that we are reading in the Unstuffed Inner Circle. I don't have the direct quote in front of me, but the gist of it was exactly that. When your mind and your emotions are battling it out, trust your emotions. They know what's up. Our minds will lock us into rational ways of thinking so much so that we can barely find an escape from the hell that they create in hardened reality. Now, while logic is a great thing and it should most definitely be accessed, sometimes it tries to talk us out of the calling we have on our hearts simply because it's trying to keep us safe in that cushy comfort zone while where like the little devil is the head manager. Now, I don't mean to constantly use the devil as a reference. Maybe you don't believe in that kind of thing. Think of it this way. 
your comfort zone. That little devilish voice is trying to keep you safe, but in staying safe, you are missing so much, maybe even your calling in life. I tell my kids all the time that quite literally nothing is safe. If nothing is safe, there's hardly any point in fearing anything. I think of this time when I walked past a kid climbing on a rock that was maybe three feet off the ground. And this was an older kid, not a tyke. And the mother quickly said, be careful, get down. Remember, your cousin broke his arm that way. My annoyance meter kicks in so hard for things like this. Sure, maybe the cousin broke his arm climbing a rock. But most kids, let's say 99.99%, just climb the rock. They use their body, they feel proud, capable, on top of the world, and get down completely unharmed. Whenever my kids are fearful of something in the world, I remind them that we can spend our whole lives hiding away from potential threats only to find them in the places we hide. You want to stay inside to avoid bugs, scrapes, bruises, fine, but you could still slip on the floor, bonk your head, and you could spend the rest of your life overeating on the couch, watching movies about other people living, and then die of a clogged artery at age 40. I'm not saying any certain lifestyle is wrong. I'm just saying we can choose to be fearful of everything or be fearful of nothing. Now I know what you might be thinking is what about real life actual dangers, Renee? Yes, there are real life dangers in life that we need to use caution with, 100%. For example, most of us learn that fire burns us. Does this mean that I'm going to panic and sprint anytime there's a campfire nearby? No way, man. I love campfires. However, it also means that I'm going to keep a safe distance knowing that if I touch the fire, I will be burned. We can apply our rational mind without letting fear run rampant, aka that devilish voice of rationality in our heads. So, here it is. Full disclosure. To get to the other side of fear, you need to begin tapping into and fully accessing that dreamer side of your brain. That rational side will never get you there. He just comes along as a sidekick. If your life isn't great right now, it's time to start dreaming about what might be. But only the good stuff. Don't try pre-guessing all future mishaps or things that could go wrong and pretend that you are just being smart. One of my favorite quotes, again, that I do not have in front of me is from the sunscreen song. This was a song that came out when I was in like eighth grade. And he says, most of the surprises in life will blindside us on some idle Tuesday. So really, there's no point in trying to guess the things that are going to go wrong because the things that will go wrong will surprise the shit out of us and they will never be the things that we saw coming. So focus on your dream. Imagine the possibilities and remember that if you stay put, there are no additional possibilities. Sure. You could play it like a damsel in distress where you are waiting for a prince to come. But bitch, what if that prince is a lazy girls misogynist? Ick, right? Staying put where you are, sure, something good might come along. But man, you know for sure that possibility lies on the other side of you conquering that fear. Start dreaming and allowing yourself to do it unimpeded. Because have you ever noticed how we stop ourselves from even imagining a better life? 
Oh, I would love to travel to Italy, but I could never. It's so expensive. I don't speak the language. No one will go with me. Most of us won't even let ourselves be happy, even in our mind. Why? Because we know on a deep spiritual level, I imagine, that if we can see it in our minds, we can achieve it in our lives. And if we allow ourselves to dream it, we just might have to take the steps to make it happen. So we shut her down. We shut down even the fantasy of big living. I'm going to need you to just knock that off. Like, come on, what is the worst thing that could happen? I dare you. Just start allowing yourself to dream. Hey there, it's me, Renee. I hate to interrupt your regularly scheduled programming, but I had to pop in and let you know that I have a brand new masterclass that's going on. This is the Do Less, Live More Masterclass. This is three days, three emails sent directly to your inbox where I will walk you through everything that it takes to do less in your life and actually help accelerate you faster toward where you want to go. This is everything that our family and myself have applied to our lives that helped us pay off debt, save our marriage, simplify everything, and travel more. So if you love the idea of simplifying your entire life while also getting more of all of the stuff that you really want, go sign up for the masterclass. You can register for free in the show notes. Now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. And whenever that little voice of reason kicks in, tell it to shut up. You are just daydreaming, so what's it so worried about? Pipe down. As you get more and more honed in on your dreams, start to see what bubbles up as real desires. Chances are you've already recognized certain dream patterns that try to squeeze their way into your consciousness. I would love to travel more. It would be so cool to start my own business. Man, I really want to jump the bones of that single dude in HR. P.S. Don't actually just pounce on him, please. But recognize this as a sign that you super duper want to ask him out for coffee. Pounce with permission at all times. You know, my friend, you know the big things you want in your life. I know it. And after allowing yourself to dream them to completion, you just might convince yourself of it too. Once you have locked in on what you know you want, hold it in your sights as a desire, not a want. I want ice cream is much different than saying I am going to have ice cream. Better yet, I've got ice cream. Wanting something will only leave you in a state of want. Desiring requires activation of your heart, mind, and that inner determination that will do anything to get there. Another mistake that so many people make in a swift desire to change their lives is that they take big action, massive action. Someone who has never worked out joins the gym, buys a whole new wardrobe, cuts their calories in half, and goes hard at the gym every day for seven days and then quits, burns out, never goes again, and calls themselves a failure. Does this sound familiar? Big, giant action doesn't usually work especially if you have spent an entire lifetime doubting what you are capable of. What it really requires is a massive internal shift and tiny steps. 
Unfortunately, when our family downsized and worked toward debt payoff, I kept trying to take massive leaps forward and in doing so found myself getting knocked down time and time again. I would sell stuff and take leaps of faith with our money, trying to put $1,000 toward debt every single month in a noble pursuit of trying to get ourselves out. What this left me with, however, was no money when a minor mishap would come up, having to dig into our emergency fund and then rebuild it the next month. Better game plan? $500 to debt every month. $250 cushion in our budget. $250 into the emergency fund. My debt would have paid itself off in a steady manner and I would have saved myself a lot of added grief. But remember, grief and hustle is hardwired into most of us. I needed to make the internal shifts along the way, along with those tiny external steps. So what does this look like for you? Does that mean having a small, hard conversation with your soon-to-be ex? Does that mean building a savings fund now so you can more comfortably leave your marriage securely? Maybe it means tackling specific projects in your job that will look really good on your resume in three months when you apply to places you really want to work. If it's travel, it might look like getting your passport and setting a one-year savings goal so you can finally go to Italy. We do these things with our heart permanently connected to the bigger prize and not allowing that voice of fear to keep us stagnant. Allow your desired reality to come into existence in your life right now. Stop shutting it down. Act as if it is already done. And if you want more guidance, come join my Do Less, Live More Masterclass, where I'm going to teach you how less effort can actually equal bigger changes in your life. I cannot tell you how much passion I have on this specific topic in case you haven't noticed. I hope today's message reached your heart. I hope it gave you some ideas on how you can start allowing yourself to dream bigger while taking tiny steps in the direction you want to go because I promise tiny steps will get you there. Big giant action will most likely leave you flat on your ass. But isn't that good news? Isn't that great? It doesn't take a lot of excess energy. Just tiny intentional steps with your eye on the prize. That is what will get you to the other side and help you course correct your life. Thank you so much for tuning into the Unstuffed podcast. I'm so glad that you were here. And remember, I love to hear from you guys as well. So please take the time to write a review so that each week I can read one of your reviews live on the air. And if you're not quite ready to be done, don't forget that you can head to reneevenice.com slash links, where you can access some of my free trainings and my free guides. You can also gain access to my programs and my trainings, including mini school. Thank you so much for being here. And remember, keep it simple. Life is complicated enough.